the governors uh, got together and said, look, let, let's play for a hog. Let's play for a pig. Ben and Eric gather at their laptops. One's a gopher, one's a Hawkeye. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the pod of Rosedale, a bronze pig full of hot takes. I'm Ben, the Hawkeye fan, with Eric, the gopher fan. Eric, how are you, sir? Uh, doing okay. Been a bummer of a end of the season here, but we're limping our way through it. Yeah, well, I mean, some of us did predict this, you know, the good, the good times are coming. Wisconsin, a bad Wisconsin team's coming to Minneapolis. I think you're going to have a shot. It's funny you say predicted. So I was reading on ESPN, it has like the biggest uh, disappointments and highest regressions, and it has Minnesota on there. And it just talks about how their defensive rank was so high in 21 and 22. Such a disappointment from last year. I know you you claim to think you saw this coming because you're Nostra Bennis or whatever. Well, we both predicted the, the under. We both hit the under for the Gophers. I yeah, mean, but they're terrible. They're a it's a this is a terrible team. Well, I, I'm surprised by how bad the defense is, but I, I've been suggesting the Gophers D is bad for quite a while. You were you were like, oh, they made some stride against Iowa and Michigan State. Well, those offenses are both god awful, just terrible. So I don't know the strides were made. You just got some crappy offenses to play against. Uh, was really that. Now that some better offenses came along, the Gopher D got just shredded. I mean, Illinois, um, or well, Purdue, Illinois. You didn't play this week, but they also went to town against Indiana. Uh, so I, they have a pretty good offense too, apparently. But Purdue just it was it was brutal. There just weren't a lot of stops to be had. What was it? It was like 600 yards and. Yeah, they just teed off on them. Well, like if I had told you, if I had said, "Hey, guess what, Eric? Ethan Kaliak Manis is he's going to have almost 300 yards passing. He's going to throw for three touchdowns." How you feeling about the Gopher chances of winning football game? What would you have said if you? I could have honestly convinced you that that was true. What would you have thought? It would have really? sounded like a blowout, like the Gophers are blowing another team out. Yeah. Instead, they desperately tried to compete in a shootout, and the Gophers' offense is better than I was. But shutouts are real. Remember, uh, shootouts are real rough. But the 350 yards rushing by Purdue, four touchdowns, just ran all over them. Yeah. So they they could run. They ran all over them and pass all over them. It's just a total collapse defensively. Yeah, it wasn't good. Hudson Card, he he did that against Iowa too, where he just like you just keep th- he think he's gonna get sacked, right? It looks like he's dead to rights, and then he squirms away and buys a few more seconds, and then hits a guy who's in ends up gets wide open downfield for a big play. I mean that's how Purdue scored its touchdown against Iowa. Uh, very slippery dude, I guess. But still, that doesn't really explain the rush defense. The Gophers' rush defense at least looked decent. I thought that it was at least solid, but. Well- they Looks good toasted. against Nebraska to start the season, but yeah, I mean it, uh, yeah. It, it's completely disaster. Yeah, you shot. So I don't know. I don't know where you go from here. I mean, I think this season was predicted to not be great because of the tough schedule, but they've lost to teams they should beat. Now, yeah, now watch them beat Wisconsin too, which is just so confusing. Well, Wisconsin's that, bad. I think is the thing. Wisconsin's well, way worse than I predicted. They, they that, are bad. On that list I was just reading on ESPN that Wisconsin was like the number one team that is a disappointment for all of college football. They, they're terrible as well. Yeah, they're um, bad. Exactly. I, I, I mean, the Gophers may, may be favored. They might be slight, but Gophers are maybe going to be like at most three point underdogs. I mean, it's going to be a close. It's not going to be Wisconsin's defense. Well, isn't good. They lost to Northwestern. If they lose again to Nebraska, like 
I don't know. We'll see what go- the Gophers do against Ohio State. They're going to get drilled. But Well, yeah. I, I mean, uh, your Gophers are four touchdown underdogs in Columbus. Yeah, I wouldn't be holding Wisconsin's my breath. Wisconsin's right at a three-game losing streak. Uh, you know. Sure. Sure. And uh, Wisconsin gets to host Nebraska, who has a great defense, but also is one of the most turnover-happy teams. I, I don't know if you saw any of the um, Nebraska-Maryland game, but it was... The turnovers were comical. I mean, it was just stupid. It, it, if P.J. Flack had done this, he'd have been so mad. Nebraska gets a turnover in the red zone uh, on a fumble to keep Maryland from scoring. This game's 10-10 in the fourth quarter. They they're in their, they go for their third-string quarterback because the other ones have already thrown interceptions and have looked awful. So they're, like, desperate. They go to Chubba Purdy, Brock Purdy's brother. They go to him out of desperation. And the guy makes Is a bunch of plays. Is he from no, I mean, I don't think any of the Purdy's are from Iowa. I don't oh, know. Oh, he's not? Okay. I mean, he might live there, live there. I don't know if he moved with, I don't know. I don't know. So came Brock Purdy's not from Iowa either? No, he, would, he transferred uh, from Alabama, and I don't know where he lives. I don't think he's from okay. Iowa. Maybe I'm wrong. Correct me if any angry Iowa State fans are out there, but I don't think so. But anyway, they go to him. They drive the ball down. They get into field goal range. It's like third and goal from like the seven. I, Nebraska can kick a field goal and be up 13 to 10. And Nebraska's defense is playing lights out against Maryland. Maryland's had their lowest point total of the season, 10 points. Maryland's struggling to move the ball consistently. They decide to pass and they throw a pick in the end zone. And then Maryland gets the ball down and kicks the game winning field goal, you know, at the end of regulation. And that was Nebraska's fourth turnover. Anyway, so Wisconsin's going to get a chance to beat Nebraska, uh, but it, it so they can end their three-game losing. The Gophers are about to hit a three-game losing streak. That's going to be uh, – uh, uh, I don't know. I'm looking forward to seeing Wisconsin and uh, Minnesota. I, I love that game. Always I fun. hope they're, they're both riding three-plus game losing streaks into that. So you want – well, yes, you want Wisconsin. So Wisconsin will be on yeah. a four-game losing streak, and then both yeah. teams just desperate to end on a high note. And I do think the, the Gophers – The somebody has to win game, you know? Sure. Sure. This, well, at this point, you know, if you're not playing for a Big Ten West title or spoiler, it's like, hey, we're just playing for – Pride and hatred and spite, you know. Well, Let's you mentioned that. You mentioned that we were talking before we recorded that you were looking up tiebreakers, and I'm like, why? What is the point? And you said there's still a possibility. Like, are you worried? The well, Iowa's going to win the Big Ten West. On I'm Saturday. not worried, but it is interesting. I mean, Iowa yeah, only has to win one of the last two, and then it's over. And I think Iowa probably wins on Saturday. Spoiler alert! I'm just I'm going to ride the hype. The vibes are good. The first time in a long time, the vibes are good. Everybody's like, hey, this is the end of the Brian Ferentz era. We just got the best offensive performance Iowa's probably had in like two years. It's probably been that long since Iowa had a performance as good as they did against a record. 22 points. Right? That's fine. 400 yards. They went okay. three and out zero times. That's fine. They don't need to have – that's plenty. That's a productive offense with Iowa's defense special teams. That's fantastic. That's superb. I, I'm happy with that. They, they can beat any team in the Big Ten West with offense like that. And they I mean, have should, should, we bring Ferentz, should we bring Brian Ferentz back? No, no, we not at all. It. No, not at all. But the vibes are good. I think Iowa's going to win. But if Iowa loses out, well, then it comes down to Illinois beating Northwestern or not, and Nebraska, whether Nebraska can beat Wisconsin what, or not. What if Northwestern ends up – well, they don't have the tiebreaker against Iowa, so they can't I, I don't think win. there's a good – yeah, the problem – yeah, the, they're, they're, they're kind of hosed. Um, I think I don't know if there's a good scenario where they can win. Um, because Iowa would have the same number of losses, and I would have the head-to-head against Northwestern. Right. But then Illinois, it gets re- it gets really crazy because you could have 
Well, head-to-head would be the first tiebreaker, right? Well, the problem is if I was if there's even a tiebreaker at all, it means Iowa's five and four, and you could have Nebraska at five and four, you could have Illinois at five and four, and you could have Northwestern. Well, you can't have Illinois and Northwestern both at five and four because Illinois and Northwestern play. You could have the Gophers at five and four. It requires beating Ohio State, which I don't think is going to happen. But yes, that would get really interesting. Uh, the the crazier scenarios kind of died with the Gophers' loss at Purdue. So Iowa could be, you know, tied with Illinois and Nebraska at five and four, and then Iowa would be booted out. I mean, that that is possible. Yeah. All the Gophers had to do was beat a ratty Illinois and a bad Purdue team, and this would have been a little interesting, but couldn't do that. No, everything just kept breaking Iowa's way again. Wisconsin loses, Nebraska loses, and it's like the only thing they didn't get was an Illinois loss, an Illinois loss, and it would have been almost a foregone conclusion. All they would have needed was a Nebraska loss to win the Big Ten West. But now things things are interesting. Um, yeah, I mean you're going to mock Iowa, but 22 points, 400 yards of offense. That's let's do the the chef's kiss. Beautiful. That's just that was it was well, and the defensive shutout. I mean that. That helps. It's both, but they actually moved the ball in the first half. They outplayed Rutgers in the first half as bad as Iowa's offense was. They missed a field goal, and then Deacon Hill had his best game, other than the stupid turnover at the end of the first half, was great. He, I, I'm so shocked that they let him pass as much as they did like a minute and a half to go at, before the half. Moved the ball right downfield. It was incredible. And 14 seconds left, and I think they had a timeout. He throws the pick. That's a bummer, but he got him in position to kick a field goal. So they left points on the table. And Iowa, whenever they get like a two-score lead in the second half, it feels awesome. And this is like the best feeling. Iowa went up 12-0. I'm like, oh, this is great. See, this this I can get into. This is fantastic. And their swagger back. No, this is, is, it was good. It was a good game plan. Deacon Hill through for 200 and like 25 Michigan years. better look out, huh? Michigan better look out. You think it's going to be Michigan? You've already decided they're going to beat Ohio State? Yeah, I think so, sadly. No, see, uh, yeah, they could. It's what what a mess that situation is. I just just well, waiting so, for this. so the hearing's Friday, right? The, but the this Harbaugh is about the suspension, right? Right. It's, to it, fight it, the suspension, which it's is like an injunction. Who cares? It means nothing. He can still coach during the week. What what you does know. it matter for a head coach to not be able to coach on game day? How relevant is that really? Well, with the Gophers, it might help if PJ wasn't there on Sunday. Sure. So, are you say, advocating to get PJ suspended Maybe. for game yeah, days? Yeah, start stealing some signs and get suspended, PJ. That's the only <laughs> way you could help this team. The University of Minnesota has decided to suspend PJ Plus just on game, game days. days. <laughs> yeah, he can still coach the team on the end, but he's got to he's got to stay at home. Um, yeah, I mean, he that guy looked bewildered against Purdue. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, are the Gophers going to fire their defensive coordinator? Or is this just a uh, Gophers have a young team. And, there was uh, so much talk about how good of a coordinator this guy was. Like, they had to hang on to him. He might leave. But, yeah, I don't know. Something's got to change. That's pretty bad. bad. Yeah, it was, it was It was bad. The Gophers have had a, a few games where they got shredded. Vance, I'd say the Gophers' defense is better than I think it is. This is one of those times where Vance stance is a little kinder to the Gopher D than I would be. I think the Gophers just don't look great and haven't looked great against any offense that's at all decent. Decent or better offense, you can move the ball against the Gophers. Yeah, um, I know your old your old offensive coordinator was the Rutgers offensive coordinator, and uh, that didn't go out too well for the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. No, nope. was it Kirk Sharacha? I mean, you gonna bring that guy back? Do you think? Well, I mean, God, I, I would love to see a change across the board, whole new staff, maybe. I don't know. 
Not PJ and a new staff, or no, no PJ? No, I think you keep PJ. Oh, look at the begrudging. This is this is gonna happen. This is well, gonna be the off season for he's, the Gopher fans. He, he's got a he's got a year where the, it it can be bad. He can't do two years in in a row because then it's just then your team is just bad and Ooh. there's no. It's like A and M. They just fire what the uh, Jimbo Fisher guy or whatever. Like you just your your programs then just trash. There's the only way you can change it is by bringing in a whole new regime. Well, so let's first of all let's let's look at the positive. Let's say Gophers lose to Ohio State, but then they beat Wisconsin. And the Gophers are six and six with the with the axe with Floyd, and they go to some very un- exciting bowl game. Is that fine? Is that an acceptable result yeah. in a general sense? Okay. Yeah, that's fine. So he's not really even going to be on the hot seat if. Well, next, but if next year they're also bad, then yeah, for sure. But if they're seven and five with wins over Iowa and Wisconsin again, is that not enough for well, Gopher impro- Nation? Improvement. Show some improvement. I think. I think the big thing for him is losing to teams. I would love to see his record against Big Ten teams where he's favored. Well, wasn't like, he not favored against Purdue? Wasn't Purdue favored? Oh, I don't know. Maybe Purdue yeah, maybe was favored. Who was favored? But, but anyway, but, yes. Yeah. But that's because they lost to Illinois when they were favored, or maybe they were underdogs. I don't no, know. I I just, Minnesota was barely favored <laughs> against Illinois, but these were all close. These are all coin flick games. I think they're they're more like fifty fifty games. The Iowa was a fifty fifty game that the Gophers won. I mean, but there's like games. the Bowling Green game, and then this year against Northwestern. Like every every year, there's a couple of those losses where it's like, what? How do you lose that game? You should win that game. And that's the thing, I think, that he's got to clean that up. Okay. So it's not on the hot seat if they're I would ne- I would never lose his games like that, where they, like, absolutely should win. They hardly ever lose games like that. It's very rare, where you're just, like, be- you know, bewildered as to how they lost that game. Yeah, it's... it's this doesn't happen often. That's rare, especially with the defense having reached its, like... Because Ferentz always has his players ready. I mean, say what you will about in-game play calling and his offense coordinator, who is an idiot. He's always got his players ready to play. I will say what I will about those guys. Yeah, that's true. They're prepared. I mean, they keep it simple. This is the benefit of the defensive scheme. is It's very straightforward. It's not overly complicated. But, like, everybody knows the responsibilities. People are rarely out of position. They usually have a good idea of what the other team wants to do, and they can slow it down. Usually. And they're usually undermatched talent-wise, I mean, for the most part. Sometimes. They've gotten better talent, I think, than they have in the past. Uh, but sure, they 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 can't they don't have Penn State, Michigan, Ohio right. State's talent level. But, but you're competing about with as good as those teams. Yeah, defensively, sure. Iowa's defense is right on the level of those teams. It's just the other way around. Um, sure, Iowa doesn't lose those. I mean, Iowa just consistently wins those. But okay, but let's say the Gophers finish the season on a four-game losing streak. They don't beat Wisconsin. They're five and seven. Is, is it really – is the seat hot? It's at least warm, but is it starting to oh, simmer? I don't I don't think he'd get fired. But No, but he'd be – I'm just talking about kind of the pressure going into yeah, 2024. Be, there would be a lot of pressure going into 2024, for sure. It's like if they're 5-7 and seven and, and, and Floyd buys you some goodwill, but probably doesn't buy you too much goodwill when you don't even have an even record. So then you're looking well, at it's a winning also record like, or bust. How do, you, how do you compete in these games? You just got blown out by Purdue – if you're going to get blown up by Ohio State and Wisconsin and you finish the game, the season on a four-game losing streak and you've been blown out three straight games, that's, I mean, that doesn't look good. Sure. Well, sure. And I don't think Wisconsin will be a blowout. It's going to be just a hideous low score. Well, I wouldn't have thought fair. Purdue would have been a blowout either. I mean, 
Who this, that's that you don't know what team is showing up. That's the other thing about it. Crapshoot, which team is showing up? Are they going to be competitive? Are they going to play you know well like they did against Iowa? Now again, you're going to say it's Iowa's offense, but they put up points. They put up points against Rutgers. You just talked about how great Deacon Hill is now. Greatest oh, no, he had a, he had a great time. game. No, but he has QBR was <clears> the same <throat> as Ethan Kaliak Manis's. So uh, basically, like it was it was a push. However, QBR is calculated. He had a game where he looked like a, a decent college football quarterback. Like, oh, he looked like he belonged on the field for the first time. That was nice. He might go back to, you know, the it might be midnight and the ball might be over for Cinderella. We'll see. But, yes, it was very, very nice. Um, well, yeah, that's Iowa's approach is you know how every game's going to go, and they, they tend to grind out the low score and eek fests that are unpleasant. But very few people – can do it how Iowa does it. I mean, it's again, Iowa, the under hit 20, 22 to nothing. I mean, is an, a lowest under ever and it still hit. I mean, they just cannot bring this uh, over under low enough. It's uh, it's brutal, but I, I don't know. Yeah. So like if they're five and seven, I mean, PJ has to have like at least seven wins in 2024. What would be, what would be the make or break mark for PJ keeping his job? If, He's going to have more leeway if they're six and six with wins over Wisconsin and Iowa. That that buys you, I think, plenty of goodwill. Yes. So. Well, yeah, and you'll end this season with a big win, and people might forget some of this stuff. Oh, you know? of course they will. They'll be yeah. they'll, they'll talk themselves into, oh, hey, it wasn't that bad. A hey, six and right. six, but hey, we beat Wisconsin and Iowa. It's a rebuilding hey, year, you know. Yeah. They're a young team, eh? Ain't so bad. You've had worse years. I remember the. Glenn Mason era, eh? You know, they'll be doing some of that stuff. Um, but five and seven, yeah, that, with a four-game losing streak, that'll be, I don't know. I, I try not to overreact to Twitter, but there was a lot of vitriol for P.J. after uh, the Purdue game especially. Well, it's also the bluster. You can't have the attitude he has well, right. and then also be trash. You just, it's that, that's part. You, he gets well, a little, exactly he gets, he gets some leeway because he's won some of these games, but you also lose a little bit of that leash when you act the way you do, when you say elite constantly and your team is terrible. Like, those oh, things don't jive. No, it's true. I mean, I, I, I just Minnesotans can't tolerate his personality uh, if they're not winning. Like, if they're winning, fine. It's kind of – you can just view it as kind of kitschy and whatever. He's getting it done. It's not my, not my cup of tea, but he does a good job. But when that doesn't happen – then he's just cloying and greeting. That's that's fair. Um, but this is can I just I, I want to give a shout out, a plug, uh, a kudos to Beth Getz for moving when she did. I am so glad that she made it clear that Brian wasn't going to be retained when she did. Now, I don't know if her hand was forced because there was a leak or if she made the leak or that was the goal. But if she doesn't do it then, I don't know if she'd be able to have done it at all. Right. Yeah. Because right now I was eight and two, best offensive performance in a long time, almost guaranteed to win the Big Ten West. But they still must be way under the point goal. I know I don't oh, know the, if people are still tracking that, but like uh, I mean, somebody is. It's pointless. We all know he's, he's going to fall well short. Right. This was their best game, and it was twenty-two, which is you know three short of the the goal. And this was their best performance. So and no, we're not worrying about it. Iowa could have punched the the ball in late to make it twenty nine to, my, to nothing. My point is, she would have still had the ammunition to fire him because they would have 
regardless of what yeah, I suppose what when they if they win the Big Ten West, it's really tough to fire a guy, but also you it, have it this is. contractual requirement and he didn't meet it. Right, but he can still renegotiate or still say he's coming back and there might be pressure internally from Kirk or other people to do it. At the very least, it would have been more complicated to do it that way. Uh, it would have been more challenging and more difficult. And so I'm, I'm glad. It's like been such a relief. Like, hey, we might get the best case scenario where Iowa goes like 9-3 and three or 10-2. Well, you know who you should be thanking is the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Well, I, I want to thank whoever paid that ref. That's who that's, I want to thank. Whoever wrote that check, God bless you, sir or ma'am. Well, you should thank Cooper DeGene for trying to cheat so much and uh, fake a Worth it. I got to say it's worth it. However it happened, worth it. Paying Floyd, getting Floyd to PJ, it hurt. It stung. I won't lie. It was was painful. But if it got rid of Brian and I, we can still win the Big Ten West. And that's a, a net positive. I'll make that trade. Because Iowa could, could be nine and three, ten and two, going to the Big Ten championship game, and yeah, they'll get clobbered. But there's a one in a five hundred thousand chance that the other team throws seven interceptions and Iowa can win. It's not going to happen, but there's still that, you know, dumb and dumber. So you're saying there's a chance possibility. And then we get here's a new offense Here's a scenario. Hooray. Here, here's a scenario. Iowa plays Michigan in the Big Ten championship. Mm-hmm. They lose a close game to Michigan. The NCAA then bans Michigan from sure. playing in the playoff. Does Iowa then assume their seat? Yeah, that's how it works. They, Is that possible? Get, no. If if you're saying that that Michigan doesn't get to play in the big in the college football playoff, they would just move the number the, five team yes, up. Yes, yes. They're not going to say, hey, you. Even if Iowa well, beats Michigan, let's let's if, go crazy. Let's go. Let's go to town. Let's say Iowa's Iowa the, would be the de facto Big Ten champion, but that right? Doesn't, that won't matter if Iowa's record's as bad as it is. So it might it might help just Ohio State make it. So let's let's have some fun here. Iowa's currently 16 in the college football playoff ranking, which is already kind of astounding to me. And if they'd beaten Minnesota and they were like nine and one now, first of all, top ten team. Yeah. If I was nine and one, they would have already clinched. They'd be over. Iowa would have clinched the Big Ten West. It would be there would be no chance for anybody else to catch Iowa. And I would potentially yeah, be a, a fringe top 10 college football playoff team. But uh, ignoring that, I, let's, Iowa blows out Illinois. Your one loss is to Penn State then? Yeah, a road loss to Penn State is a yeah. bad loss, but it's yeah. a bad loss to a really good team. But let's ignore that. Iowa's got two losses. They blow out Illinois. They blow out Nebraska. Okay. And then they play Michigan, and they beat Michigan. Even under that scenario, I don't think Iowa could make it to the top four. Barring maybe, uh, I don't, maybe there's an insane amount of chaos that can happen, but there are too many like surefire locks ahead of them. Like even a Florida State, they wouldn't once. even jump Michigan. You don't? Th- you think Michigan would still finish ahead of them in the polls? Probably. Even if I they mean, beat them, I probably. I mean, if you're looking at a 12 and one Michigan with Michigan having wins over Ohio State and Penn State, and Iowa being 11 and two, whose best win is Michigan, but that has a loss to Penn State and a pretty middling Minnesota team, I would point out, Minnesota's resume is going to win out. Plus, Iowa would be competing against Ohio, competing against Ohio State. He'd be 11-1 and one with only one loss to Michigan. Florida State probably isn't going to have more than one loss under any scenario, and maybe not even that. Oregon's resume is going to be better. Georgia's resume is going to be better. Alabama's resume is going to be better. And there's a bunch of other teams I'm probably not thinking of that 
if Iowa's got two loss with one win over Michigan, it's just not going to be enough to overcome the superior resumes. And yeah, I don't think has a, has a two loss team ever been in the playoff. I think so. I think it's happened in the SEC, but somebody could quote me on that. But I don't, I don't remember specifically. But I think it has happened. But it's extremely unlikely. Um, I, I just don't. Yeah, two losses with one of them being to Minnesota is going to be too much to overcome. So when Iowa beat Ohio State in 2017, that one loss was so bad that it kept Ohio State out, and Ohio State's resume was much better than Iowa. So it doesn't really matter. They're not going to say, hey, you know what? You lost to Michigan. You kept it close, but they were cheaters. They're out. Plus, no, nobody's going to do anything like that to Michigan until after the college football playoffs over. There's not going to be any serious consequences for Michigan. I don't know if you – do you read the, like, letter that the Big Ten sent Michigan? No. In response? They're like, we're, you know – Suspending Harbaugh under the sportsmanship. They apparently didn't notify Harbaugh. He learned of it from like a social media news report. So mm-hmm. that I mean, that th- that's why Michigan is so mad. Is like Harbaugh. They didn't notify the school directly that he was being suspended. They were on the bus to the game when they learned he was suspended. Oh, uh, I, I didn't know that. I, I just looked at the letter they sent to Michigan saying the suspension happened because of the sportsmanship. There's a bunch of stuff in there yeah because um, because the big 10 doesn't have its own conduct code or whatever so it has it, to come from the ncaa no it, they have their own there's a big 10 no that's what they were referencing like here's the big 10 sportsmanship policy that all big 10 schools agreed to and that's how i'm imposing the suspension under this ruling and the michigan made their case <laughs> they responded to some arguments michigan's like well we haven't had a chance to look at hardly any of the evidence which is dumb i'm sure they looked at it because the Big Ten got a big file from the NCAA with permission from Michigan to see, hey, yeah, the NCAA says, hey, look, this is all the stuff we found out. We really think Michigan was conducting this scheme. Here's all the evidence. Here's where all the data came from. And the Big Ten uses to say, hey, let's suspend you, Jim, which is, again, a, a toothless penalty anyway. I, it means nothing. It's symbolic. Who cares if he's not coaching on game day? You but- don't think Michigan should be banned from – Oh, no, there should be serious consequences. My point is the, the, the consequences that are happening now are going to be useless. I think more serious consequences are definitely going to come in the offseason, but not until after what, the college football what, play. What level of consequence? I have no idea. Wait, you, you, think, you think they should let, You think they'll let them play? Like if Michigan wins out, they'll let them play for the national title? Yeah, NCAA? I think so. I think so. Wow. I, I think, think that's it's... crazy. You think they're going to seriously not let Michigan no, play? I don't know if they will or won't, but I think they definitely should. You know how big of an asterisk they'll be on this season if they win the national title? But see, Michigan doesn't care. I mean, sure, there'll be an asterisk, and Michigan is going to just get they leaned for this They legit cheated. Sure, I, I agree. I don't have a problem with this. It's, I'm like, just, it's, I'm like, saying, Cooper De, it's like Cooper DeGene. They're just cheaters. That's fine. I, I, I'm not saying what they should do. I'm saying what they will do. They're not going to do anything during the season because – all these Michigan games are big draws, and Michigan has a chance to win a national title, and it's going to be big-time eyeballs. We're in the money-making business, not the actual sportsmanship business. That's just farce. So after that, and Michigan's do everything they can to like push off the consequences until then, as they already have. I mean, saying you haven't reviewed the evidence is stupid. If I accuse you of cheating and say, here's this binder of evidence, there's going to be consequences, and you're going to be suspended from your work. But it really take you a long time to review the evidence? Would you not take a look at I mean, of course, they looked at it, but they're just trying to drag their heels and do everything they can to get through the regular season. And yeah, there'll be an asterisk, but 
from Michigan's perspective, they'll get to celebrate a national championship. And who cares if somebody people claim that it's not valid? What do they care? They're going to have experienced all the joy of a national championship. And it's not going to be a problem. The Astros won their their World Series with their yeah, no, treating, bullshit. Yeah. and they're like, you can take away their World Series victory, but they're they're going to remember being World Series champions. They have all the joy, and they're going to be World Series champions in their brains forever. So what do they care? No, I think serious. I mean, scholarship reductions they're going to be big time consequences, but they're going to straight. And Harbaugh along. will just leave and go to the NFL. Sure, or another program will have him. I mean. Urban Meyer's a scumbag, but he keeps hopping around. Anybody, whenever he wants to coach college football for five, six years, he's there to make a boatload of money. People are happy to have him. So, yeah, he'll, he'll be fine. He's not going to be in any trouble. But, yeah, I don't know how severe it'll get. But the implications from, like, reporters, people have, like, some idea of just how severe the evidence is suggest that it's coming the hammer's was, coming it's wasn't just going that slow. in the statement is that they've seen enough evidence to determine that they yeah, did there was gather one thing they said that, that yeah they've got you know all the the dates the tickets the right. uh, some communications and some communications that at least some of the coaches knew nothing that said specifically that jim harbaugh knew but again head coaches can insulate themselves pretty easily from being implicated directly in this kind of stuff odds are he knew about it but you have to be able to prove that um, well, I was I was talking like to to my family this weekend. Like, the thing I don't understand is if you're say the the linebacker, you're the defensive play caller, right? And every time you get a play call from the sidelines that tells you what defense to run, and it's as if the people calling the play know exactly what the offensive play is. Wouldn't you start to question it? Like, how the hell do you guys always know that you know we're blitzing now because it's a pass or? They're running to the left or what? Like, wouldn't you start to wonder as a defensive player, like, how the hell do you always know what play they're running? Like, this is uh, curious. I doubt you wonder it that much. I mean, for one, it helps you look awesome, right? I mean, if you like, oh, they're going to run off well, tackle. Well, but at some point you got to start asking some questions. All I'm saying is, like, the idea that the, the play, maybe they didn't know exactly that this coach knew what the play was and that that coach was feeding the plays to this guy. Like, maybe they didn't know it to that extent. But they knew something was up. You know on the field, like, every time you call a play that Kaliak Manis is throwing to the right, you know, it's a shallow cross. Like, you know exactly what it is, and you pick it off and run it for a touchdown. You'd be like, whoa, wait a second. Like, how did we know exactly what that play was going to be? I think you're giving college football players both too little credit and not enough. And that I, I, I don't think – there's all sorts wow. of stuff that so, happens. So I did the I did both. So I was dumb on both accounts. Is what no, you're saying? No, you're not wrong. I just I just disagree. Uh, well, I mean, Michigan fans complain because everybody's trying to steal signs and look at tendencies, and that part's true. Doesn't make what they did okay. But everybody's looking for an advantage. Like anybody playing Iowa knows the place Iowa was going to run, and and wouldn't accuse no, them of being just, like, how do you know what place Iowa was going to run? There's often times where you like. Yeah, but- just get back Michigan. to why they why did they do it? For an advantage. Right? Oh, they should be punished. I just don't think Exactly. I don't think players And who is, got the advantage? The the players did. The players Why were would they the care of, like why would they want to stop that? First of all, I, I don't think they're likely not, to be I'm not saying they should have stopped it. I'm just saying they had to have some awareness or knowledge that it was happening. That's maybe. all I'm saying. Maybe. I'm not saying maybe they should have said, hey, guys, like, let's stop stealing plays. That, of course they're not going to do that. Some football players are meatheads. I don't know if you know this. I mean, not all of them are, are geniuses, but some might. 
but even then you're incentivized like what what am i going to call the coaches out on this no no and but like, i'm just i might you're just have aware like, oh, of it you're like hey dude our coaches know what plays they're running like they know it and sure. we're okay. all well, over it like we're crushing them because we know what plays they're running and like, you're just gonna you, look awesome and feel good about it and be like hey it's not my problem they're just really but good that, at that taints plays. the whole thing that's what i'm saying it taints the whole thing the fact that you're winning all these games and you're crushing teams, like it taints it because the players were given this advantage. That's all I'm saying is to say. To, I agree, it taints it. I, I just I have heard some people say in the media, like, "Well, we shouldn't punish the players. They weren't involved in this. They didn't know what was happening." And that is what I'm saying is bullshit. I think they had to have known this was happening, and they absolutely did benefit from it. Is sure. all I'm saying. I agree, they benefited. I, so let me just let me retract my claws a little bit. I agree the players benefit. Some may very well have suspected. I think some probably didn't. Uh, and whether the players deserve to get punished or not is irrelevant. This is what happens when leadership bungles stuff so badly is players get flat out damage. In the era, era of transfers, you know, there's no player on Michigan that uh, they can decide to stick it out under like a lower scholarship limit or they can transfer and they'll have lots of options to go places. They'll be fine. Or they can bolt for the NFL. Uh, some of them are surely going but to again, be up in season eight. They'll if be you're, fine. If you're a cornerback on Michigan and you have two pick sixes this season because you knew exactly where the quarterback was going to throw that next play on, and you're going to go to the NFL instead of you know returning for your senior year, all I'm saying is that's a little bullshit, right? That's going to go on your highlight reel when they on the NFL draft when you get picked, and it's going to be in your stat line. You had two pick sixes. Like, well. One of those, he knew exactly what play the quarterback was running and knew exactly who he was throwing it to. I agree it's a big advantage. I, maybe And maybe it helps your NFL draft stock. I don't know. You know whether don't draft not Michigan here. players. Okay. Well, you, you heard it here, folks. They're, they're, the only advantage they got was through... Well, here's another question. Does McNamara, does he have any culpability in this? Was he involved in any of this? Did he know... At some point, where the defensive signals were going to be and what the pl- defense play calls were going to be, maybe I have no idea. Uh, you know, uh, right now he's not playing, so you could suspend him or something, I guess. But he's not going to be playing football till next fall at the earliest. I have no idea. But again, I don't think any of the players are going to get blamed for this explicitly. You're right that they benefited from it, but nobody's going to say more. Hey, players, you suspected something was going on and you should have reported it. Therefore, you're expressly going to be punished. That's, I mean, not, that's, what not, I, that's not what I'm saying, though. I ne- I've never said well, that. Well, he may have benefited, too. If you're saying that perhaps in 2021 he benefited from this, he may have. I don't I don't know. Very, very possible. Um, but, I mean, I, I just don't know why that matters much. He's now playing at Iowa. <laughs> if, if he can convince NFL scouts to draft him while playing quarterback at Iowa, congratulations. Um, if Iowa is stealing signals, they're doing such a poor job of it. It's uh, they're comically some of the worst cheaters of all time. All I'm just saying, we need our guy Steppy to ask McNamara. Did you know? Oh, I love it. Calls? Were you involved in the uh, sign stealing scandal at Michigan? We need some yeah, hard hitting journalism. It, 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 Twitter is obviously is his old hat. Twitter is just such an awful place, and every time I just see tweets, it's about called it's like, X, Ben. It's not Twitter anymore. Okay. Stop calling it Twitter. Okay, this is it's to me. It's like when Prince changed his name to a symbol or whatever. Like, okay, you can do that weird, unpronounceable sim- symbol, but I- I'm still gonna call you Prince. Anyway, 
I, it's awful because any suggestion that there's going to be any consequences or any seriousness on the part of <laughs> what happened just gets met with this like deluge of just insanely angry Michigan fans who can't think, uh, except even slightly that this is like a serious thing and a problem. I mean, it's it's like cognitive dissonance and copium all over the place. It's it's so bizarre, just absolutely bonkers. But I don't know. I don't have much more to say about Michigan. I, other than that, they'll get punished, I think, pretty severely. But it'll be after we get to all watch them in the college football playoff and crush Iowa. Again, I hope it's Ohio State, largely because I also think Ohio State's just not as not cool. Ohio State's excellent, but I think they're just this little bit much not as good as Michigan. Um, that's going to be bad for Iowa either way. But we'll get to see how that plays out in the off season. But let's 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 talk about this upcoming weekend of football here you know, we mentioned not, not a lot of not a lot of good games from the big 10 no it's it's i mean michigan's so starting at 11 o'clock michigan's only a 19 point favorite over maryland i mean michigan's gonna win but that's the small of a line that michigan's had since well other than the the penn state game which shot they didn't pass once in the second half that's just crazy yeah um penn state's gonna clobber rutgers michigan state no Indiana are already playing out the string. They're not bowl eligible, so that's uh, Indiana's favored. That's how bad it is. Michigan State is a four-point underdog. Uh, Purdue Northwestern is probably the most interesting game of the weekend, just for you know, Big Ten. I for I suppose for your purposes, you're you're rooting for a, a Northwestern win, right? Because Purdue. Th- no, Purdue doesn't matter. Purdue's out Purdue's of the running. Okay. Uh, it, it, and I don't think Northwestern can catch Iowa either because Iowa's got the head-to-head. I don't think there's a scenario because oh, yeah, Northwestern would have to win out, and that means they'd beat Illinois, which would clear Illinois out for Iowa. Um, maybe there could be a four-way tie between Northwestern, Nebraska, and Iowa, maybe, but maybe then that goes in Nebraska's favor since Nebraska beat Northwestern. So I don't think there's a path for Northwestern to win the Big Ten West. Uh, I mean, it, it'll be a fun game, and Northwestern – is a win away from bowl eligibility, and they got two chances at it. I mean, they could beat Purdue. They can beat Illinois next weekend. So Northwestern can easily get to a bowl yeah. game. Um, so that game is interesting. If only somebody saw a good Northwestern season coming. I, yeah, okay. Lane Stradamus, well done. Very, yeah, you correctly saw them climbing out of the gutter. Um, hey, they might finish with the same record as the Gophers. How about that? Maybe, uh, maybe that would be um, and and having beaten them. But yeah, I mean the most consequential games, I mean Iowa and Illinois, is yeah. the first one because and that I mean I was only three point favorite. It's not like I, I'm I'm riding the vibes because the vibes are as good as they've been in a, in a while in Iowa City, probably since the Penn State game of 2021. Um. Just think, it's Iowa's final home game. Last time, Cooper DeGene's going to be playing football in Kinnick Stadium. Just got to think. Brian, Brian Ferentz is going to be calling plays in, in Kinnick, Kinnick That's true. I just think everybody's just going to – they're going to leave it all on the field, come away with the win, and they'll, they'll lock in the Big Ten West title uh, on Saturday. So I think that's going to happen. But the other big one is, uh, is the night game, and it's, it's Nebraska-Wisconsin. I mean, the Big Ten West – is where you're going to get your exciting games, your close games, anything with the... Yeah, but it, it doesn't matter for purposes of the Big Ten. If Iowa wins, it really doesn't make any difference. 
if Iowa wins, it doesn't make a difference. If Iowa loses, the door is open. Nebraska, Nebraska can hope They're, Iowa loses out. And then both Nebraska teams of uh, Nebraska's lost two games in a row. Wisconsin's lost three games in a row. It's, they're just trash teams. But, but one of these trash teams is going to win. And if the trash team is Nebraska, Nebraska then plays Iowa the next, like, you know, a Friday from now in Lincoln. Nebraska wins against Wisconsin, wins against Iowa, and Iowa loses against Illinois. All of a sudden, they both have the same Big Ten record. Nebraska has the head-to-head tiebreaker. Um, and Iowa will have lost to Illinois, who could potentially have the same win-loss record, and Illinois could lose. Nebraska still has a chance. So the game does have some consequences, but if Nebraska loses, they're out. It doesn't matter. Um, and Nebraska's like, they're like Iowa with a, a better rush defense, a worse pass defense, and an offense is about as shitty as Iowa's is, but turns the ball over more. So you're just, telling me you're rooting for Wisconsin this weekend? Uh, that would be more in Iowa's interest because Iowa's yeah. already beaten Wisconsin. If Wisconsin beats Nebraska, then Nebraska can't win. They're out of the running. And then even then, and that's but see, it, it gets interesting. Well, just like you're so if Minnesota beats Ohio State and then they win uh, against Wisconsin and Iowa loses, then they have the tiebreaker. Like. You know, these are some crazy scenarios. These aren't crazy because Minnesota's not going to beat Ohio State because the gap's that big. Nebraska can beat Wisconsin. This Did is you Kentucky. see how good Kaliak Manis was? Did you see his stat line? Incredible. <laughs> the same QBR as Deacon Hill. So very impressive. I'm he, predicting he, a gopher upset. They, they've looked, they've showed some promise the last couple of weeks. They're really, they're really coming together at the end of the season. That's it, it, another it, thing. That's another thing Ference always does. Every year you can bank on it. Their teams are going to get better, and they're going to be the best version of their team by the end of the season. And the Gophers are the exact opposite. They always fall apart at the end of the season, year after year. Sorry. No, you're Rando. fine. I, I, I'm, I, uh, uh, the people are here. They want a good self-loathing Minnesota rant for sure. I mean, that's that's what the masses demand. Uh, it's not crazy scenarios. It's, it's simple. Iowa wins one of the next two. It doesn't matter. Iowa loses the next two. And then the games that are going to matter are Wisconsin, Nebraska, and Illinois Northwestern. That's going to matter um, because there could be a, t- a situation where Nebraska is five and four in the uh, Big Ten, Illinois is five and four in the Big Ten, Iowa is five and four in the Big Ten, and then Iowa loses. Maybe really, that's it. Um, the door opens. The, the scenarios get weird. All it takes is one Iowa loss to Illinois for a lot of crazy scenarios to take place. So it's not it's not cockamamie. It's just, it's really Nebraska, Wisconsin, Iowa, Illinois, and then Iowa, Nebraska, and Northwestern Illinois. Those are the four games that matter for the Big Ten West. I mean, technically, yes, Minnesota could beat Ohio State. If Minnesota beats Ohio State, it gets even weirder. The scenarios get even crazier after that. But I don't think that's going to happen. Which is why I mean. But yeah, you got better odds of getting struck by lightning. So. It's it's tough as a four touchdown. Well, it's now down to twenty seven and a half. Oof. Ooh, the line's dropping. Do you want to take Ohio State? Because mm, all they have to do is win by four touchdowns. I mean, this Marvel- is a tra- it's a trap game. They're playing Michigan the week next week. They're gonna look past the Gophers. Big trap game. Marvin Harrison Jr. has a thousand yards receiving and twelve God. touchdowns. Do you draft him first overall if if you? Running an NFL team. If you're, the Bears, if you're the Bears, you got to draft him first overall. Oh, instead of a quarterback, you just ride with Justin Fields just more? Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, Justin Jefferson, sorry, NFL talk here for a second. Justin Jefferson has <laughs> been in the NFL for three years, his third season. 
He has more receiving yards than any Bear receiver in the history of the franchise. But how much is that just Kirk Cousins being a great quarterback, you know? A lot. He is great. Bring him back. I, I mean, Achilles be damned. Bring him back. Sure. Sorry. You're fine. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's great. It's and uh, we we've had versions of this argument many times. Saquon uh, you know, Barkley, a wide receiver is great, but if you don't have a quarterback, it's really tough. Everything's got to be just so. Has uh, a wide receiver gone first overall? Kelvin Johnson wasn't even first overall, right? No, people generally try to get a quarterback. That's usually a priority. So you know, people are going to get Caleb Williams or some other quarterback will be higher on the priority list for most teams. Um, defensive tackles and edge rushers go high up because that's huge too. But wide receivers just aren't quite the priority. Um, he's great. You'll get a great wide receiver. It wouldn't be the worst pick you've ever done as a person, like if you're a manager. People aren't going to be like, man, this guy sucks. Why do we draft him? That's not going to happen. It's just going to be, is is he going to help your team as much as a quarterback if I, would? If I'm running the Bears, I'd take him first overall. And then after Justin Fields just has bad game after bad game and doesn't get him the well, ball and throws picks, so you're just like, well, you move on. right choice. Okay. You still have a great wide receiver. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, so, all right, let's. I, I just I need you to make some predictions. I mean, I, I I talked about what the two most important games are: Illinois, and Iowa. Who are you uh, picking? Iowa wins. Close game. Let's go okay. seventeen to fourteen. Seventeen to Ooh. seven. Seventeen I was to say, seven. That, that keeps the under in play. Seventeen to yeah. fourteen. Ooh, that's gonna flirt with the over. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, this is like the best passing teams I, w- I was played in a long time, so I'm looking forward to, to seeing Iowa's secondary get to see up on the guy that, that threw it for 85 yards on three plays against the Gophers and see how Iowa does. Okay, so you're, you're, you're predicting it's, it's so Iowa. So Altmaier, Altmaier is out? He, is, oh, he's, I guess I don't know. I've kind of assumed they go with the other guy because the other guy is just so much paddock or whatever. The other guy is just lights out. The dude is just beastly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe they'd go with Allmeyer. Good, good question. I, I don't know. I was making an yeah. assumption. Paddock played the whole game against Indiana through yeah, for yeah. 500 yards. Yeah. 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 Oh, he was. Paddock definitely played the last week, and I just don't know. I mean, he obviously so far Paddock has just been insane. And in yeah. Go for game, game and then against plays. Indiana. Yeah. I mean, just annihilated him. So I assumed it'd be Paddock, but either way, I think Altmeyer's pretty good too. Paddock has looked better, but. We'll see. So you, you got Iowa closing the deal. And then I I, I want to hear Nebraska-Wisconsin. Are you you're predicting the Wisconsin slide continues? You get to yes. at least have schadenfreude? Yep. One of the worst Wisconsin teams of the last decade or so? Okay. Yeah. I mean, how great would it be, Eric? Like, Wisconsin loses, and then you get to host them in Minneapolis, and you get to deny them a bowl game. Be pretty great. The Gophers get to win their bowl. I mean, wouldn't that be great? Like two teams are five and six. Winner gets a bowl game. Losers out. Yeah. Stuck with a losing record. Wouldn't that be a gratifying way to end the season? Sure would. Just sure would. Soaking in the Badgers' tears. Okay. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. Go Hawks. Elite. Soon to be one. Big Ten West champions. Hopefully, the, the final Big Ten West final champions. We'll see. We're the last Big Ten West champions ever. You get to hang another banner. We do. Thanks for listening, everybody. Give us a follow. You can follow us on Twitter, too, if you want. I'm, I'm at Ben Seward Lewis. You are. What's your Twitter handle, Eric? At underscore. Uh, at Eric underscore Lane, I think. Okay. 
We barely know. So you can follow us on Twitter too if you want. If you feel so inclined. There's an anyway. at pod of Rosedale pod too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Lots of spicy hot takes. And it, it, it follows on X because Twitter doesn't exist anymore. Uh, just so you're aware. Wait, what happened? Twitter down. It's X now. Did you so know it's that? exactly the same, but it's just a, a letter, the letter X instead of Twitter? Yeah. You, are well, you just learning this now? Who made that choice? Why did that happen? Smartest guy in the world. He's the richest guy in the world. It means he's the smartest, right? I saw I saw a uh, picture of the, what is the Tesla Cybertruck? You can't even put your bike in the back of that thing. Anyways, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, sorry. You're not going to buy that because you can't go biking. All right.